Yowza, 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 indeed. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Matt Kennedy, one half of the Five Films From podcast here. Wanted to take a second today before Todd and I get started on the episode to say thanks for listening. And to ask that if you've been enjoying the show, make sure you like, subscribe, and maybe even leave a five-star review on the podcast platform of your choice. Doing that's going to really help us to connect with more movie-loving listeners just like you. Also, we wanted to give y'all an update on some of the stuff we're working away on for Season 2. Got a lot of good episodes lined up real soon. For example, uh, Todd's currently editing our two-part season premiere on five films from... It's actually going to be ten films from the two-part, or we're going to be doing Brian De Palma. We'll also be gonna getting into some more idiosyncratic stuff with guys like Stuart Rosenberg and Larry Cohen, as well as you know real Hollywood legends like Robert Altman and fan favorites like John Landis and Tony Scott. Again, be sure to subscribe so you can be among the first to hear all of our newest five films from content as soon as it drops. Totally. Lastly, if you're still listening, <laughs> be sure to be on the lookout for our upcoming Patreon feed. We'll be offering all kinds of bonus episodes, things like double features, commentary tracks, etc. 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 And special things like five films from directors who have only made one film and five films from the 70s disaster movie genre. Absolutely. So yeah, a lot of things lined up, good things on the horizon for FFF. And yeah, that's all I got for you. Enjoy the show. With Mac Kennedy and Todd Edmondson. All right, we're back yeah. with our fifth and final film of uh, Paul Schrader. That's right. From the, just last year, uh, The Card Counter. The Card Counter. Yeah. In I like this movie. I do too. Cool. I like yeah. it a lot. It's I saw it in the theater, and it's very powerful in the mm. theater um, uh, because of the because of the content, uh, the the just the story. The and again, you got plenty of atmosphere, but it is yeah. a really good story. It's yeah, a really it is good a really story. good story, and it's a it's a story that is pretty like timely, I guess. And, yeah, yeah, and, and it seems to it seems to ring true, even though it's a fictional guy in a real in a real situation, which involves. Uh, Iraq and black sites and it's just like a whole power history abuse of what, and how there, yeah, there's what, a whole what, thing about how the guys at the top always get away yeah 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 you know? exactly and that's like the whole Abu Ghraib thing that uh, uh, who, who was it that kind of blew that open Seymour uh, Hirsch Cy uh, Hirsch who also broke the uh, Mulai Massacre story uh, Abu Ghraib was one of those things where like oh the soldiers in the pictures are the one who took the fall which truly happened. Yeah, and they and, make that pretty clear in the movie too. Yeah, and Willem Dafoe plays a plays a uh, a private contractor yeah. who's sort of running these black sites for the Pentagon, which they show Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah, they do. They, know, Donald um, gets right because, in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. 
And uh, they say Abu Ghraib, too. They don't even say prison in Iraq. They say right. the name of it. Yeah, yeah, they say black sites, but they say yeah. Abu Ghraib. A couple yeah, times, definitely. yeah, very specifically. Defi- definitely. Yeah. Uh, and, and that makes sense because that a- actually did happen. Yeah. So uh, so Oscar Isaac is, is, is one of the soldiers who took the fall, and he spent eight and a half years in Leavenworth yeah. for it. Uh, and, and it shows him— The very beginning where he talks about— and this, it's another thing like in Blue Collar where there's a line that's reprised at the end. I never imagined myself as someone suited to a life of incarceration. As a boy, I was afraid of confined spaces. I feared elevators. When I was old enough, I just wanted to get in the car, roll the windows, and drive, drive, drive wherever my eyes would take me. I was an American kid. Confinement of any kind was terrifying to me. So to my surprise, having been sentenced to 10 years in prison, I found I adjusted quite well. Yeah, and it's all voiceover there, too. A lot of voiceover in this movie. At key points where you really, uh, it's like you can hear inside his head. I mean, it's like Paul Schreiber wrote Taxi Driver, right? Which also go. has the same kind of voiceover, exactly. or the same exact kind of like, it's not, it's not voiceover like too much voiceover, but it's it's sort of like it shows up at, important times usually in like not that many words and just gives you insight into the main character yeah and you can sort of see where he he's thinking that he's thinking that you it's an inner monologue kind of yeah. thing where you're 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 hearing what he's thinking and it'll show him writing a lot or not a lot but a couple of times and yeah it's like it seems like after he the writes end of uh, the scene like the day happens and then he's back in his hotel writing down whatever yeah. his thoughts are so he's a he's a gambler and a, and he's a card counter and he yep. explains his cool graphic it explains how there's a point system for the cards the cards uh uh values and um and he's in some little casino somewhere playing playing blackjack and it gets to the point where he makes a certain amount of money and the dealer looks up and there's some kind of pit boss coming yeah. and that's when I, Oscar gets up and you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, and he talks about like... <laughs> the house doesn't mind players who count cards. They don't even mind players who count cards and win. What they don't like are players who count cards and win big. It's about how much you win and how you win it. I stick to modest goals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't even mind if you win. Right. They just win a lot. Because it's, yeah. you know, they're making so much money off every other sucker. If you just take us for a little bit, we're still ahead. Exactly. Basically. You know, exactly they, that's right. exactly right. Yeah. But but just don't don't overdo it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't take don't take advantage. And he ends up just like first is he like runs into some guy who I guess is his buddies uh, and they like walk yeah the Elvis yeah. sideburns this really random cool guy dude, yeah. wife beater with a shirt yeah. open shirt yeah it's hilarious and he he like they end up meeting Tiffany Haddish as Lalinda yeah because he convinced him to go to a different casino right. we gotta go there's a big poker tournament yeah and uh, yeah Tiffany Haddish and a lot is... like John Hurd's Bayou buddy bye bye <laughs> yeah bye, you're bye. a one shot deal yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. but no he, he serves his plot point which is to introduce the two of them together yeah Tiffany Haddish is great Linda right La Linda LL like lucky lady ah okay I've watched you play you count cards right I'm not that smart but you win, so you count cards. How do you avoid getting backed off? I've been backed off. Really, she is really, really like her. great. I and love this is her. only the second movie I've seen her in. And I'd never seen her in anything. The first but I... movie I've seen her in was a movie called Girls Trip with Queen Latifah. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this day of life. My heart is so full of joy for these women right here. 
Lord, please make sure that Lisa don't get an STD and that nobody has kidney failure because we finna get messed up and let me get pregnant by somebody rich. That's all I ask. Amen. And she is so funny in it. It's oh, like wow. this unbelievable breakout role. I think she's great. And uh, I'd love to see her in more stuff. Well, I saw yeah. that she was in a, either a Showtime or HBO or some uh, or Netflix or something with Billy Crystal. Oh, yeah. Um, where it was uh, an odd couple. He's an older oh. d- Jewish guy, and she's a young, cool. black, uh, hip, you know, streetwise That sounds woman. good, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, it, is it called the I don't know what it's party? called, because I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even remember the name of it. I saw the trailer for it. and uh, Yeah, but I, I love her. She recently went through some bullshit where some kids were accusing oh, her. Oh, that. Ugh. Kids accused her of something, and oh, then they no. were completely recanted. Huh, yeah, I'm she looking said, at that yeah, now. She said, yeah, it just yeah. fucked my whole career up, and now they're saying it never happened. Oh, no. No, it's horrible. That is suck. Because shit like that sticks, and you, all you remember is that yeah. the first part of it. And you don't remember that the, the, they said, oh, well, it never happened. And the, the thing is, holistically, false allegations are so goddamn rare. It's... And then so, but then when it does happen, and I guess by this person's own admission, it was fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So she said it's really kind of fucked her up. Yeah. But... Uh, I would this say, was after this movie. This is this yeah. I look. It was last month. It looks yeah. like yeah. I didn't know that. But no. this movie, Girls Trip, she's super funny in it. Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith, Queen Latifah, uh, good movie. Yeah. yeah, cool. I'll definitely watch that. Yeah, yeah she's really Tiffany's really good in this. Yeah, um, she's she's uh, she's a sort of a bankroller. She'll she's uh, or knows people who bankroll. Yeah, she's uh, like a, a representative for yeah. these super rich investors yeah who'd have these stables of card players and that's the whole idea where well why don't the gamblers use their own money why do why do they need this well people will only watch it if it's like million dollar gambling right 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 yeah the world series of poker which plays into the movie later um and and um and she kind of approaches him with you know i I, i've seen you play and uh, i think you'd be cool doing this and so i'm offering it and he's kind of like no he's really under the radar yeah he's he's a super weird guy he he just he just he just plays cards and then the hotel room it shows him goes through this whole elaborate thing where he covers all the furniture with sheets that he brings with him and ties everything on, including the lampshade. Is that like in an effort to make it resemble prison? Is that what it is? I'm not I don't really know sure. what yeah. that is all about. But yeah. the, my my guess was that he's like wants it to look like prison. It, he almost doesn't to. want like any outside stimulation. I noticed the first thing he does is take the pictures off the wall. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to see anything yeah. in his field of vision that would interrupt his thoughts. And he is writing and drinking. I, I kept trying to see what the bottle, what brand he was drinking. I couldn't oh, see Oh, the little it. booze that he's got with him. Yeah, he orders a, a couple different drinks through the movie. He orders yeah, Johnny Walker. Yeah, but what he, that stuff he drinks, it's that same bottle. Uh, I, don't, I didn't see it. I, didn't, I, didn't I saw that he was drinking it. I, didn't, I don't think, I think the bottle was quite deliberately turned the other way. It seems that. It was one of those, yeah. yeah. I couldn't get a sponsor. Mm-hmm. But what I noticed about this movie um, is that Jesus, there's like, it starts with Martin Scorsese, but there's like a, a bunch of executive, of executive producers. producers. I never yeah, saw anything like that. Yeah, it just really was a group effort. I and guess. End yeah. credits is like uh, there's like eight different movie companies, and and uh, they also uh, they also credit the uh, is it Louisiana. No, the uh, Mississippi, Mississippi, yeah, Biloxi, yeah, yeah, Mississippi Film Commission underwrote yeah. part of it too. It's they were like, it definitely like in a, Biloxi for it a lot of it. Almost like yeah. a crowd-funded. It looks like production. That. that was my yeah. thought. Um, unfortunately, um, 
the exhaustive research of Wikipedia. It doesn't really talk <laughs> about that too much, but but Jesus, yeah, yeah, there's just a pile of names there. It's I noticed that two whole screens worth of executive yeah. producers. Yeah, if you can yeah. come up with ten grand, we'll put your name in the credits. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I like. I kind of thought I like it was it a too. neat way to finance a movie. I like it too. Yeah, like a uh, good sort of like another avenue for independent film to continue on. I don't know. I kind of like it. Yeah. So uh, it. It shows that he's been in prison, but it doesn't really talk about him until he's at a casino and he sees there's a conference going on. Yeah, and that's in Atlantic City, this first part. Yeah, yeah, that's... GSC, Global Security Conference. Which I mean... And he's like, okay, so Uh-oh. he's intrigued by him. We're not sure why he is, um, but he goes in there and he's sitting next to this young kid who's looking down the whole time. He appears to be writing something. He's got a crazy shirt on, too. It yeah. says Pew and Pew Tactical. Yeah. I think it might be a real gun might company, be a real thing. but it's just bizarre. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is kind of like a, uh, he's almost kind of like a Mike Flynn type. Uh, yeah. He's, he's retired. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they call him Major John Gordo, but they're also like, he's not a major. He's probably like a general, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. They- Polygraphs have historically been the problem child of investigation in law enforcement. This may soon change. Vocat Electronics has developed a 22-point facial recognition software that uses a proprietary algorithm to interact with CQT detection. And as we find out later in Abu Ghraib, he's just a contractor. Yeah, he's, well, I think they even say as well that he has a different name. He was right. He, so he's just not a even CIA a, spook, I yeah, guess. I yeah, guess. he's all around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, 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 so he parlays his whole thing. He skated Abu Ghraib all together and everything, like we were saying. And Oscar he was the one who, the who put together that sort of program of torture right it was his his was orders his, they were carrying out right yeah. right it was his plan yeah. it was his and uh, there's a tactics. whole scene where he's talking to him about it in this bizarre fucking shot where it's like oscar isaac and willem dafoe standing next to each other and the camera's constantly like moving and heavy fisheye yeah. uh, fisheye that's the yeah. phrase i'm looking for oh, yeah man it's insane a, like the, a skateboard video yeah. well even more grotesque yeah. than that uh so he's uh He's now he's now a security professional holding conferences about facial recognition and all this shit, and so Oscar can't take it, yeah. and he gets up and he leaves, and we don't know why, but the kid follows him and he says Gives he stops like him note. and says yeah. here's my here's my name and number, and Oscar leaves, and he goes back to playing. And then he calls the kid, like, why did you give me your name and number? Yeah, like, because he turns, didn't know, yeah. Right, it's like, and so it turns out the kid's dad was at Abu Ghraib, and, was and un- came un- back, he he had to suffer the consequences of, of that. I, I don't know if he went to prison too or not, but he he, he really lost it. He basically just lost it, yeah. yeah. he lost it, turned into a drunk he beat he he beat his wife and the the kid. The kid. His name is Kirk with a C. Kirk with yeah, a C. Yeah, they say that a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oscar's like, hey, Kirk with a C. Uh, it's William, whose name is at the end credits. William Tell. William Tell. Yeah, he yeah. says that a lot. Yeah, and his real he also had a different name. Different William name. Tillich was his real name. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. I guess after prison he changed it to William Tell. <laughs> yeah. So the kid says, you know, he tells tells him this whole story about his dad. Who are you? Kirk Balfort. Kirk with a C. My father was Roger Balfour. Gordo trained my father in the arts of enhanced interrogation. Roger Balfour, that name doesn't ring a bell. Gordo was at Abu Ghraib as a private contractor. My father, he visited him there. Is this story going anywhere? The beauty of his scheme was that Gordo, once he became a private contractor, 
he couldn't be prosecuted for crimes not on American soil. But my father, he wasn't so lucky. He was dishonorably discharged, got addicted to oxycodone, he'd been injured, he drank heavily, he beat my mother, he beat me. My mother left one day without saying a word, without a suitcase, just... That left only me to beat until he shot himself. That was four years ago. So I decided I'd just get into it, investigate it for myself, find out what really happened, set things straight. And that he, uh, he really wants to get back at, at Major Gordo because Major Gordo was the reason why his dad committed suicide after practically drinking himself to death and beating a beating up his and the mom left as well uh, and and he's like i haven't contacted my mom since then yeah yeah yeah. that kind of sticks with oscar he's kind of bugged by that yeah and uh he sort of says at one point to the kid he says uh calls him and he says hey you know i travel around a lot i just play cards uh it gets kind of lonely you want to go you you want to ride with me and then I don't know if it was right before that or right after that, but he goes right back to see Lalinda, Tiffany Haddish, and says, "You know, I'm I'm into this plan now. I want to want to make big money." Yeah, right he sort yeah. he sort of crafts. He sort of you can see him slowly crafting this um, this thing where he the, he wants the kid to sort of have the life that he should have that Oscar doesn't have anymore, right? Uh, or that he was d- deprived of him by this sort of system that that took his dad and took him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, so he travels around with the kids. The kids kind of bored, but he's making money. He's paying him. You know, they have and, a funny uh, dynamic. Uh, like they really like strange. they. There's like the dialogue, and I guess this was because the by kid Paul wants to kill. Well. He will kill yeah. the kid wants to kill Gordo, and he's like, okay. And he's. You know. I think Oscar Isaac is like he's trying to get him not to do that. Right. right That's exactly. part of why he's taking yeah. him along. Is yeah. To, to... And and, and the, the the start of their deal is the kid goes, uh, and they call him the kid. The yeah. kid goes. Um, so how long's it been since you got laid? How long has it been since you've seen your mother? I wouldn't know where to find her. It's bullshit. What business is it of yours anyway? You remember her? Sure. Yeah? She reached out to you? She try and contact you? I'll make you a deal, kid. You go see your mother and I'll fucking get laid. And he has the whole thing about... When I was in the service, I was a bit of a ladies' man. Thought I was. But, uh, and the other stuff happened. The narrative was broken. That's all he had to say. And he's like, so, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, he's a really stoic, like, solid, ascetic broken lifestyle. man. Lifestyle, yeah. Yeah. Almost like a, a monk like lifestyle. You yeah. Know? He, like, yeah. He, he allows him, that's the other, another thing I thought when he covers everything up. He anna- allows himself no sort of light in his life you know yeah, yeah it's that yeah that guilt that is uh yeah the weight of that whole the of, of those crimes and, and you hear him voiceover and he's writing what he's yeah. thinking and he's talking about there is a weight a gambler can accrue by accepting financial backing it's like any weight a person in debt accrues it builds and builds has a life of its own there also is a moral weight a man can accrue This is the weight created by his past actions. It is a weight which can never be removed. 
he talks about it in like this sort of is redemption possible because of this unbearable guilt which right. i i want to tie it back to hardcore and george C. scott talking about tulip right and how it's this the calvinist idea is you were you're already damned from the get-go they believe in the tulip what the crap <laughs> it's an acronym it comes from the canons of dork Every letter stands for a different belief, like, uh, you sure you want to hear this? Yeah, yeah. Please, go on. I'm, I'm a museum myself. Well, T stands for total depravity. All men, through original sin, are totally evil and incapable of good. All my works are as filthy rags in the sight of the Lord. That's what the Venusians call negative moral attitudes. Well, be that as it may, uh, U stands for unconditional election. God has chosen a certain number of people to be saved, the elect, and he's chosen them from the beginning of time. L is for limited atonement. Only a limited number of people will be atoned and go to heaven. I is for irresistible grace. God's grace cannot be resisted or denied. And P is for the perseverance of the saints. Once you're in grace, you cannot fall from the numbers of the elect. And that's it. And yeah, Paul Schrader's exactly. often working from themes of just uncontrollable guilt, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, sort of yeah. idea yeah. of like, is it even worth, how can I be a worthwhile person? It's almost original sin. Yeah, in, right. In a religious is. sense. And yeah. that's what I mean. That's why I'm tying it to hardcore. Because exactly. it feels that same weight on this character yeah and he's yeah. good he's so great in this. i like he's oscar isaac got, a lot he's yeah, a he, really he, awesome actor he's he's got a he's just got a uh he's he just got this persona is so he he never really cracks but he he's he's able to he's able to communicate he's sort of like a savant who understands who he is and uh and like like tiffany haddish says to him she's like What's going on with you two? Yeah, and uh, and don't you do? Don't you ever do anything? And and Oscar kind of like this long beat, and he says, "I like playing cards." Yes, and, and at one point she says to him, "You're the strangest card player I ever met," and he said, "You have no yeah. idea." Uh, <laughs> I like all the the any scene where these three characters and Ty Sheridan is the actor who plays mm -hmm. Kirk. Any scene where the three of them are talking is just so watchable to me. There's it's a great, great dynamic, and it's it's like Tiffany Haddish is so kind of laid back and comfortable in her performance, and in contrast with Oscar Isaac's like real rigid aestheticism, mm -hmm. is, yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. She's a she's a very positive force and and a happy happy chick, and just kind of rolling with it. And yeah. she's got a and she's like the oh, funny thing is she's like she has one thing that she does too. Right, really, yeah. you know. And, and just, she says, "I do yeah. one thing really well." She talks about that later. It was the yeah the first thing she knew how to do, right? Yeah. And that wasn't until right. she broke up with somebody and yeah, his and, other and friends were gamblers. Were yeah. gamblers, and she got into hung, it. Hung out with uh, them. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. And the kid, so so, it's rolling along, and he's playing a lot more poker than blackjack, which which is a lone wolf kind of game anyway. Right. And it, it, because, he, like he says, blackjack, you're playing against the house. Poker, you're playing against everybody And else. that's why I think in he says, I don't like celebrity gambling. I like anonymous gambling. And yeah. that's the only reason he's, he's doing these poker games is sort of 
you know, for his ultimate plan. Yeah. yeah. She's saying, all you have to do is wear a t-shirt with his logo. And he looks at her like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Uh, and she's like, it's just, they just, it's just an offer. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I know it's bullshit. But his um, whole plan is really to make money for Kirk. Right. Know, right. He, to... And yeah, he's, he wants to make his nut and then like, I'm done. done World Series year, of Poker, yeah. I'm done. Uh, you know, she, yeah, I'm not going to make a career out of this. And he's, he talks about how poker, you're looking into people's souls. Yeah. Uh, sunglasses, baseball hats, hoodies, whatever. You're looking into their soul. And uh, it's it's really intense. So um, the, it, it reaches a point where he tells the kid, look, he's got enough money and he's got his bag of tools and really scary looking really shit. really a crazy scene. And he makes him, yeah, he makes him sit on the bed and he starts becoming like the soldier he was in yeah. Abu Ghraib and saying, You need anything? Some water? Yeah, I'm fine. How about a sandbag to put over your head? They sell them on eBay. When civilian contractor John Gordo first approached me in Abu Ghraib, he said I needed to be more creative. He said I had talent, but I lacked imagination. Would you agree with that? But what the fuck is going on here? Real life is going on. World Series of Torture. I'm gonna sp stay seated. You sure I can't get you any water? You may wish you'd accept it later. Do I have your attention now, Kirk? Do I? Do I? Yeah. Good. Are the little nerves at the ends of your fingers and toes and the tip of your dick starting to tingle with fear? Good. Let me enhance this a little bit. The, the, I mean, the movie sets it up like he's going to actually go through and torture yeah, this guy. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And, and I think the kid knows And that. I think William Tell is a little bit of a cipher to all of us. Maybe he is going to do that. Yeah, and he yeah. Talks about, it's really, you're on your edge yeah, of your seat in that sure. scene. It's intense. And he's like, okay, I know I know all about you. I know how much debt you have. I know how much debt your mom has, a mortgage or whatever. And it's just like, he's just throwing this money on the floor. And it turns out to be about $150,000. And he says, here's the deal. You go see your mom, you take care of your dad, you, you go back to school, uh, and... And he even, he even says to Tiffany, like, oh, I'm going to go see them. Like, he thinks after that, right? Yeah, after yeah, that like, like, yeah, like, they're, yeah, you know, they're you, real you pals go, or Yeah, you go see your mom, uh, and he's like, you don't want to decline this proposition yeah, or something. And, like, it makes the it kids, real clear. Kid, the kid's pretty fucking yeah. crap in he his is, yeah. Um, He's crying at one point. A tear rolls down his cheek, and he agrees to do it. And uh, he takes the money, and it's got to go from where they Biloxi to Portland. He said it's going to take the like, Pacific Northwest somewhere. Yeah, yeah. To, to, it's going to take like two days. 
So and I think by that point they're in Panama City, Florida. I think that's by right. That point. They're they, in Panama they, City. Yeah, that's they're right. in Biloxi first, and then they go to Panama. Yeah, because the World Series of Poker is happening. It's yeah. a, and there's a stupid kid who wears uh, wears all his red, white, and USA, blue Americano USA. stuff. He's got an audience of two. He was bro. born in the Ukraine. Yeah, not even from the USA. Yeah, two bros are yeah. USA, USA. It's so moronic, and he's always standing up, I'm fist pumping. He's got yeah. the voiceover of like the man never saw a day of service. I'd like to run that red, white, and blue flag straight through his mouth and out his asshole. So funny. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But what ends up happening is the kid texts him and says, uh, "Yeah, wish uh, you were here. At, and he's at, at Willem Dafoe's house. Willem Dafoe's house. He totally blows the deal. And, and he goes through with, he's trying to go through with killing him. And that's, Willem, um, Oscar Isaac gets that text. So he he and Tiffany Haddish end up having sex and like consummating their relationship. Because he said and I made yeah, a promise says, to him. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Right. And they both really like each other. They kind of go on a cool date with like these stars and in, stuff. In, yeah, it reminds me of the of the f- uh, Christmas festival it, of yeah, lights at the trade Yeah, this yeah. sort of a uh, festival of lights, and I guess that's in Biloxi, Mississippi. Or God, it's maybe. cool as yeah, shit. Cool the as overhead hell, shot yeah. of that it's, is amazing. It's really good. Yeah, really that good. stands out a hundred percent without a doubt. And so it, it feels kind of like. It feels like the movie is heading towards a looks happy like, ending. Yeah, it looks like Oscar <laughs> Isaac just intimidated this kid into you know everything's good and he's gonna get yeah, with Lalinda and right. he's down to this. It's I think it's him and two other guys in the final table and he's a uh, then he gets the text of like and even as Kirk had zoomed with his mom and like they were talking. Yeah, and, and he recorded yeah, it. Yeah, but he, he's on a he's on a he's on a dinner break when he gets a text yeah. and he goes back to the game and you can tell he can't concentrate on it and he gets up Walks and says, out. Give me a minute, and he leaves, yeah. and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" And they, then it even cuts; it shows him driving away, and then cuts back to the poker table where they're just like, they're putting of, his chips yeah, in like, oh, and getting cards. Yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess they're just like playing his hand like yeah. an autopilot. But he drives. Well, he saw before he even oh, drives. He, best, he checks the news, and the kid's dead. Yeah, and it's this sort of kind of funny fake newscaster because then they just go into other news stories afterwards. Right, but right. We are currently on the scene of Major John Gordo's home. Now, what we do know is that there has been an unidentified suspect that was armed with a pellet pistol. The suspect fired and missed. Major Gordo returned fire, killing the suspect. Earlier today, I spoke to Major Gordo. You purchase security thinking something like this might happen, but you don't think it ever will. In other news, a fire in the warehouse district... Major John Gordo, what a name. (laughs) Yeah, I know, it's a pretty intense name. But after oh. checking on the news, uh, and then the reporter goes into like a story about a wildfire, and it just kind of sits on that for a minute. I'm like, okay, movie. And yeah. then he closes the thing and then drives off. And then he drives off. Yeah. Some great driving scenes, uh, great helicopter overhead shots or drone shots. And, yeah. And, um, and uh, just really like wavering light, uh, almost like wolf vision again. You yeah, know? sure. Cat, cat sure, vision. similar. Yeah. Um, and he gets to Gordo's house. And is already in, uh, and is all ready for for Gordo. He's gonna do, he's gonna kill him. Yeah. Um, first, what does he say? Yeah, and kill him rough. You know, not not just like shoot him quick. He's gonna really kill him. Right. He yeah. says, "We are going to go into the next room, you and I, and we are going to have a dramatic reenactment." 
And then the camera backs out, and the light kind of comes to morning kind of quickly, and you hear Willem Dafoe just screaming. Yeah, and Willem Dafoe, they also make, like, mention that this guy's tough as shit, he's going to be hard to kill. Like, they say that, because mm-hmm. clearly, like, he ended up stabbing Oscar Isaac also, right? Yeah, like, yeah, they end yeah. up, uh, 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 Oscar Isaac walks out of the room. Yeah, his hand is all yeah, fucked and, up, and, like, maybe his fingers are broken, and he's got blood on him. And, and he calls the cops and says, I want to report a homicide. Yeah, because he he, he killed him, and then right. they both got killed. Yeah, or yeah, or he didn't get killed. He, he ends up going killed, to jail. But, right, but got he, stabbed. Yeah. He goes back to prison. Yep. Same exact military. And you prison. get this vibe of like, he's okay with that. Like he doesn't. Yeah, yeah he's like he's totally and fine with this. And it's that same line yeah. about how well I never envisioned myself being in you know incarcerated. I immediately figured like he's totally fine with just being in jail. Yeah, like, he, he feels that if anything, that's what he deserves. Maybe you know right. he feels comfortable there. Right. Well, he's also got he did what he was supposed to do yeah. too. He uh, and like this like the blurb in the story, uh, it was, it's on HBO Max. Says it's a story of redemption. It is because that's Tiffany Haddish comes back and he seems much more at peace in that last scene than ever before. Ever right? before, yeah. yeah. And she so. comes to jail. He says, you know, they say you got a visitor, and he goes to visitation. It's a, behind the glass, and he's gonna be in jail. It's not like he's getting out. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, I like mean, they, yeah, murder yeah. is not uh, is not available. Or but any, you know, but defense, she but. still comes to see him and like makes it clear that she cares about him. Yeah, and they do the little fi- ET finger touch. Yeah, with yeah. The, the glass in between them. Well, like we were saying, they, that. He holds on that shot for a long time right. through mo- almost all of the credits. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good movie. It's it really good, intense. Yeah. The um, the scenes where he's remembering Abu Ghraib, the fisheye stuff, Crazy. is just fucking. The first when I saw the movie in a theater and that scene suddenly pops up, I'm like, holy shit! Did you go to college, Tillich? Community college, two years. They teach your creativity there. No, sir. Well, that's what it takes here. Not everything's black and white. You gotta use your imagination. This isn't about following a manual. It's about getting answers. Answers that'll save American lives. What if they don't know the answers? They all say that. That's their culture. Follow me. Wake him up! Balford, get in there! Time to talk, little buddy! Because the movie, you don't even you don't really go get into it. the movie thinking it's going to be about that. No, right? you know, exactly. not at all. Exactly. Yeah, it's I would. The, he's the card counter. Right. You think it's going to be just a gambling movie, right. and it is a gambling movie, but it's got this whole other sort of idea to it as well. It's propelling everything forward. It's yeah. incredible. The footage there, this place is horrible. The the German shepherds and the floggings and, and the I throwing guess cold water. And... Paul Schrader said that in real life, it's just kind of a rectangular room, but he wanted to depict it as like a maze because that just it, makes it even more disorienting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's really scary. Yeah. I mean that that that. Fisheye is so grotesque, it's so extreme that um especially when they're walking in front of the camera it just looks like a it, it, it it's like their bodies it are looks weird. like there are mirrors in this like there's two people right like yeah it's, there's it's two really oscar weird. isaacs it's yeah i haven't really seen anything like it yeah. in a movie it's pretty uh, crazy i haven't either yeah and, and the theatrical version was just spot on great yeah i bet it really hit hard so it's a killer movie. You should definitely see it. It's good. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, yeah. I think of these five movies, my favorite is very much Blue Collar, but number two would have to be this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and so Paul Schrader has been an extremely prolific filmmaker. You know, he's made much more than just these five movies. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to... Absolutely. 
definitely end up talking about them. But I think he will get a second episode because he's still making movies, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah one, you pointed out the ones coming out he, very soon. He's got one coming out real soon with Sigourney Weaver and uh, Joel Edgerton called Master Gardener. You know what they say, Norm? Money is the best manure. The better the money, the better the manure. That seems uh, interesting. Interesting. Let's look at the plot synopsis real quick. Uh, Naval Roth is a meticulous horticulturist, a beautiful estate owned by wealthy blah blah blah. She orders Roth to take her troubled great niece Maya as his apprentice, and his life is thrown into dark chaos and secrets from his past. Sounds like a Paul Schrader movie. Yeah, sounds like yeah, a Paul Schrader movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we want to see it now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, American Gigolo, he made, he won an Oscar a couple years ago for the movie First Reformed, which people really like. Uh, mm, Ethan yeah. Roth plays a priest. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, but it's supposed to be really good. I've heard good. of it. I don't think I've seen it either. He made a movie with Lindsay Lohan and porn star James Dean called The Canyons. It was written by Brady Stanellis. Oh, wow. And how's that for a natural pairing, right? That's it's a both, great Yeah, because yeah. they're both like, come from a place of like real like moral outrage while also just <laughs> depicting sort of real seediness i think it is a great pairing i'd like to see that movie. movie i had not even heard of that yeah yeah it was a big flop at the time people hate it mm. so i mean it sounds great well, yeah they, they they uh everybody can't stand uh that lindsey lohan should should be good or succeed at anything well, I think that Lindsay Lohan is in the greatest high school movie ever made, Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah, so I hello. think that that's you know she she's she, got that. That lives forever. Yeah, yeah. That one of it is the greatest high school movie ever made. You can't beat Mean Girls, dude. <laughs> well, um, uh, yeah, that's about it. I don't know. I mean, we could talk about his other movies, but I think yeah, we want to save him for gonna, another episode. Yeah, we'll do another episode yeah, with yep, Paul yep, for yep, sure. Yep, for sure. And he's again, like you said, he's one of our few living directors. That's right. uh, that we've talked about. Yep. So, uh, Good stuff. And if he wants to play Zoom poker, we're in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. You don't have to get kicked out of our group. Yeah, all. you don't have to. <laughs> you're not going to offend me. Man. Don't worry about it. All Come right, play bro. with us. <laughs> all right, that's five films from Paul Schrader. That's I'm right. Todd Edmondson. Matt Kennedy. All right, bro. Bye.